0: We all deal with personal struggles behind closed doors, like self-doubt, feeling like we're stuck or unsure of ourselves, or even that we're settling, and so much more. And we never talk about it because we sometimes feel alone in those hard times and that maybe nobody can relate. But on this podcast, I'll be encouraging some genuine dialogue about these issues and challenging you to take accountability of your life to become the best version of yourself. I'm your host, Sensi, and this is the Secluded Thoughts Podcast. Now, let's get into the episode. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the show. So, last week, we talked about feeling fully from a broad perspective. Like, it was very general, and I basically talked about why you might be a little more guarded than you think, and how that makes you like, coast in this like subpar experience or just do things half-ass or feel things half-ass when it comes to your emotions because you're trying not to get hurt too much in this episode we're actually going to go in depth of feeling fully like what does that mean how does that help because i think it helps i mean I don't have like the most experience with this because I too was guilty of being guarded but I've made some progress in recent months and whatnot and I've allowed myself to feel things and basically we're going to talk about what that looks like, what that feels like and why it's actually a good thing instead of a bad thing. So if you're struggling to allow yourself to feel things then stay tuned for the episode. Okay, so the way this is going to work, I'm going to talk about it or break it up into three topics or three categories. First, I'm going to talk about the highs or the good emotions, the lows or the painful emotions, and then the lessons. And pretty much like why you should allow yourself to feel the good emotions like love, joy, bliss whatever and then the painful emotions yes you should allow yourself to feel those too and then the lessons like basically what i've learned in my experience and also from the experience of others and yeah so let's start with the highs i feel like it's very important to allow yourself to feel the highs of life because And when I say feel the highs of life, like the good emotions, like love, happiness, peace, bliss, joy, and it it sounds easy or like relatively easier compared to the painful emotions, but I don't just mean like okay this is nice oh yeah i feel happy i enjoy this like no that's kind of subpar what i mean is feeling it fully like if you are experiencing something good allow yourself to really feel that like to the fullest don't say okay yeah this is nice but i'm not going to get too happy because i don't want to be disappointed i know something is going to come and mess it up Y'all, let me tell you, I believe in the law of attraction, the law of assumption. If you keep acting like something is going to come mess it up, something will. Okay, and whether that happens or not, the point is, like I said in the last episode or in part one of Feeling Fully, life is going to have its ups and downs. And if you're in an up, you might as well allow yourself to feel good because, I mean the down is coming regardless. Why don't you just allow yourself to be happy? You know, like I'm sure there's something good in your life that you deserve to be celebrated for, that you deserve to feel happy about, to feel proud of yourself for. Let yourself feel these things and feel it fully. Like don't Don't be in the moment and then be anticipating a disappointment or somebody messing something up. Like, just allow yourself to feel. Like, I want you to think about the last time you were actually happy, like really happy about something. Like, you were just in a blissful moment and you didn't for a second think that anything bad will happen. Like, actually think about it. I don't know. That that was probably way before you got guarded or maybe it was a special situation or something but think about how you felt in that moment at the happiest or the most loved you've ever felt or the most peace the most joy you've ever felt doing something you don't think it's worth experiencing that again or experiencing that often like do you really want to live your life just like coasting like Oh, yeah, yeah, this is good, but I'm not going to get too happy because I don't want to be disappointed. Like, what's, what's, how does that benefit you? You should be trying to get the most out of your life, you should be allowing yourself to feel. You don't like the painful moments. You don't. As much as you try to be guarded and you try to say, oh, well, if I expect it, then I won't be too disappointed. You're going to be hurt either way. And you don't like that. So if you're actually in a good moment, if you're experiencing the opposite, why don't you just allow yourself to be in that moment? Life is going to come around and kick your ass anyway. Why don't you just allow yourself to be in that good, like be present in a good moment and feel joy feel happiness allow yourself to feel that and if you've never felt that that i mean don't you want to know what it feels like in all of the years you will be on this earth you're telling me you never want to experience something like good to the fullest you never want to experience like genuine love genuine happiness genuine joy genuine peace like just doing something you love and not expecting the worst you don't want to have that experience Like you have to allow yourself to just be present in the moment and not think about what could go wrong or look for something wrong, look for distractions. Like just allow yourself to feel like just try it, try it. You need to celebrate these moments, otherwise your life will feel like you feel like you're not fulfilled, like your life is just passing you by, like, like what am I doing, blah, blah, blah. You're not really being present, you're not allowing yourself to feel, you're just anticipating the worst moments. That's not good for your sanity, for your mental health. You need to feel and enjoy those good moments fully. And then another thing, when it comes to, like, relationships, right, any kind of relationships, actually, let's just focus on romantic relationships for a second. How can you say that somebody is not making you happy when you're not even trying to be happy? Like that person could be doing the right things, they could be treating you right and you know whatever whatever all that in a bag of chips but if you are not allowing yourself to actually feel appreciated, to be happy to enjoy being treated how you want to be treated, how you should, how you deserve to be treated because you are anticipating the worst happening. You're anticipating maybe the pain from losing that person or that person lying to you or doing something. If you are not allowing yourself to be present and enjoy the fact that you are being treated and allow yourself to... Enjoy the moment when you are being treated like royalty. How can you blame the other person? How can you say that person doesn't make you happy? You see what I'm saying? Like, you are not trying to be happy. You are trying to find problems with that person, with your relationships, because you feel like you can't get too happy because something might go wrong, or you're expecting something to go wrong. What's the point of even trying? What's the point of even trying? What's the point of even dating if you're going to look for the worst in people? Even when they are doing right by you, what's the point? You're not trying to be happy. So what What are you looking for? Why are you here? Why are you here? You see what I'm saying? It doesn't make sense. You have to allow yourself to just be happy, be appreciated fully, and not say, oh, let me just... Yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah, it's okay. Whatever, whatever. But I'm not going to get my hopes up because I don't know where this is going. Well, it's not going anywhere with that attitude. It's not going anywhere. What do you expect? You're expecting the worst and that's what you're going to get. I don't know what to tell you. You cannot blame people for not making you happy or not... Making you feel fulfilled, which is not their job, but you cannot blame them for these emotions when you are the one not even trying to genuinely experience that. That's not on anybody. That's on you. You have to work on that. You have to allow yourself to feel those good emotions fully and just be present and stop anticipating the worst. Like, let's say you want to get married, right? And you want to have children start a family and all of that but you have your guard up how do you expect that to work like do you expect to get the most out of that emotion that relationship and that experience if you have walls up if they can never get to you if you can never allow yourself to feel true joy true happiness true bliss how do you expect that marriage, that relationship to work, when you have these guards, these walls up. what, What do you expect? Like, when you have these walls up, when you have your guard up, it's basically regulating your happiness. It's not letting you get too happy past a certain point because you don't want to fall too hard and get too hurt, right? It's capping your bliss. It's regulating your happiness. And then you're blaming other people for not making you happy. You see what I'm saying? Are you saying you're not happy in a relationship? Like, how does this make sense? How does this make sense? You need to work on tearing those walls down before you can allow somebody in. What's the point of trying to be with somebody and they can only get this far? You're going to have a subpar experience. You're not allowing yourself to feel. It's not fair to them and it's not fair to you. What's the point of that? You have to actually take a look at yourself, right? Reflect on why you have these walls up and you need to work on gradually tearing them down. And here's the thing. I know there's a fear that you don't want to let your guard down for the wrong person because you will get hurt. But here's the thing. Some people get it right the first time, I think. I don't know. That's just like some people, like they date people from high school or younger and then they end up getting married and spending the rest of their lives together i'm not talking to these people nor about these people because i cannot relate okay but for the rest of us you know it's it's going to take a couple times okay it's it's a trial and error process you're probably not going to get it right the first time so yes unfortunately you will get hurt that is life Highs and lows, ups and downs, like I said, that is life. What's important is that you learn from the experience so that it's not wasted. Nothing is sent to harm you. Like life doesn't happen to you. It happens for you. And the difference, how you make the switch in that perspective is when you start learning from your experiences and learning from your pain. So guys, let us talk about the lows, the lovely lows yes you need to feel pain fully and here's the thing i know for guys it's different because society often like shuns them when they're emotional and say things like boys aren't supposed to cry and this that, and the third but this applies to men too especially because for us women it's easier even if you are emotionally guarded like me and you don't like to cry in front of people or be vulnerable in front of people, it's still more acceptable for us to do it because society expects that from us. They expect us to be emotional. So whether or not I choose to be emotional is really optional. But for men, it feels like it's not optional. It's like mandatory that they have to, you know, save face all the time and they can't show their emotion. So it's a lot harder for men But this applies to men as well. You need to experience and feel your pain fully, like to the depth of that trauma, that pain, like to the core. You need to feel your pain. Allow yourself to feel your pain. And you don't need to cry in front of anybody if you're not ready to do that. But go home, cry in bed, cry on the couch, cry in the shower, cry. However you need to, however long you need to, but you need to cry. You need to allow yourself to feel that pain. And I know it's not appealing because it's painful. Nobody likes to feel pain, but it's so necessary for you to heal. You need to cry. You need to allow yourself to feel pain, to feel your emotions, the negative emotions, whether it's anger or just pain, you need to allow yourself to feel that fully in order for you to actually heal for, from whatever trauma, whatever pain, whatever experience that has made you sad or, you know, feel that way in the first place. You need to let those emotions out because that is how you can actually heal. You have to feel first before you can heal. Like the healing is your actual closure, right? You do not need to go talk to that person again to get closure, okay? There's nothing to clarify. There's no misunderstanding. How they treated you was the closure, okay? There's nothing to clarify. You don't need to discuss nothing. You just need to cry. Yes, you were hurt. Yes, your ego was bruised. Yes, your self-esteem was affected. Yes, you felt played yes you felt how you felt you need to cry how they treated you was closure okay the way you actually get like over the situation is by allowing yourself to feel it fully so that you have none of that emotional baggage lingering around on your psyche on your mind you need to just clear wipe that slate clean the emotional slate that is by just feeling that pain fully so that you can finally move on and stop thinking about it. Because let me tell you something. By tiptoeing around your pain, you're only delaying the healing. You're only delaying the healing and you're making life a lot harder for yourself. And let me tell you why. Because I'm speaking from experience here. And my episode on how a victim mentality almost killed me explains everything. But let me let me tell you why this is delaying your healing and why this is actually terrible for you so when you tiptoe around feeling your emotions and around healing what happens is we tend to subconsciously develop these toxic patterns and these toxic behaviors in order to try to protect ourselves from feeling that pain again so for example Let's say, you know, somebody lied to you and then, you know, led to A, B and C, your relationship ended. You don't heal from that. You don't feel you just feel like, OK, well, I'm done with that person, blah, blah, blah. You never really deal with it. Subconsciously, you're going to develop or you may develop the toxic habit of second-guessing everything everybody tells you because you haven't healed from that. You haven't healed, you haven't forgiven, you haven't accepted it. So you are you have developed that toxic pattern of second-guessing everything that everybody tells you. You have trust issues now because you did not allow yourself to feel that pain and to heal. And when you do that, when that happens, all you're doing is you are letting the pain change you. You are letting it make you into a terrible person or not a terrible person, but you're letting it turn you into somebody who's damaged because now you have all of this excess emotional baggage because you are not healing from the things that have hurt you. When people say pain changes you, I feel like that's one of the ways it does that. It makes you develop all of these defense mechanisms and toxic patterns to try to protect yourself from ever feeling that pain again and then you turn into a completely different person you turn into somebody who's like damaged and wounded and it's not that there's necessarily something wrong with that because I feel like it happens to all of us The key thing is really awareness and just reflecting so you can identify these issues and then you can actually work on it. It's not an end-all be-all. It doesn't have to be that way. You don't have to let pain and toxic people and situations change you. But when you avoid feeling your emotions you carry all of that excess baggage into the rest of your relationships and then everything just goes downhill from there. So that's one of the reasons why you really have to force yourself, if you need to, to feel that pain. And another thing that I can tell you from personal experience is when you don't allow yourself to fully feel the pain that you feel from whatever situation here's what happens or here's what happened to me right some people might be able to relate to this so basically and I'll try to use an analogy and you'll see how my analogies go but basically so in my experience what happened was hypothetically speaking let's say there was like one or two painful experiences that I was dealing with right And me being guarded, me being, me trying to be strong all the time and not wanting to feel, not wanting to be vulnerable in front of people. And then, you know, just not wanting to cry and avoiding feeling the pain of different things because I felt like it was just too much. What happened was I just, I sit it on a shelf, right? I was like, nope, not going to deal with that. And it stayed on my mind right but sometimes I would like push it out of my mind out you know like out of sight out of mind and I would just like shelve it for later I didn't allow myself to feel and then something else would happen and then I would like you know what I would say you know what I'm going to shelve that too because I don't feel like crying crying is weak I'm not weak I'm not going to do that Something else happened, shelf that again, right? So now there's like four things on the shelf. The shelf is getting heavy. The load is getting heavy. And I'm walking around carrying that load and it's getting heavier and heavier because When something painful happens, I keep shelving it for later. I keep adding it to that bag that I'm carrying. And the bag keeps getting heavier and heavier and it keeps dragging me down. And then what would happen, what I I noticed would start happening was when something else would happen. And it doesn't even have to be like a severely painful situation. When I was like inconvenienced, like not even not even something that was a big deal. When I was inconvenienced in a slight way, or when somebody did something to upset me slightly, I would like overreact because my bag was already so heavy with all of these problems that I wasn't dealing with. And when people added like little pebbles, I would just like blow up or not blow up, but it's like, I would overreact versus if my load was light and I just got a pebble it would have been something that would be easier to carry you know it was been something I could just probably kick out of the way but because I was carrying so many rocks in my bag already and it was dragging me down any little thing that happened I just felt like it just made me feel so overwhelmed like I felt like the world was out to get me life was out to get me because the bag was already so heavy. So every little thing that was added would make me overreact. And it wasn't because of the little thing, it was because of the size of my load. I I felt like I was already carrying too much. And then eventually the bag got too heavy and it fell on me and I broke. And that's, I talk about that in episode six, that's a topic for another day. But that tends to happen when you don't deal with your problems. You don't address things that need to be addressed you don't allow yourself to feel your pain fully and then you just go around carrying that baggage and then it start affecting your relationship to start affecting like every aspect of your life because you're walking around so sour and so wounded because you're carrying such a heavy load once you start to actually take out the rocks in the bag and lighten your load by actually feeling your emotional pain like in depth once you start actually dealing with that you can start taking the rocks out of the bag and your your load gets so lighter and life becomes easier because you're not dragging around your pain you're not dragging around all of that baggage So you see what I'm saying? Like that's literally something that I had to learn the hard way. And that's why I always encourage my friends and anybody I know to deal with your problems as they come. Do not shelve it for later because it's only going to come back and bite you in the ass. The thing is with adulting, it's like we get stressed out. And then sometimes you want to cry. Sometimes you might have an actual problem that you really want to cry. Sometimes you're just overwhelmed with life because we get a lot thrown at us. And it's like, you want to cry. You want to feel how you want to feel, but you have things to do. I saw TikTok with somebody saying, they were like, okay, I want to cry now. Oh, wait, but I have a meeting. I'll cry afterwards. meeting is done oh let me cry oh wait no i have to do laundry like like i feel like that's such a realistic picture of things right now it's like you might feel so overwhelmed but then you have shit to do you know like oh you know i'm tired i'm stressed i'm overwhelmed with everything in my life right now oh wait but i have to go to work now and then you have to compartmentalize because You can't necessarily bring all of that to your job. So I know it's hard to sometimes find time to allow yourself to feel. But remember the analogy that I just gave with the rocks. You have to make time to lighten your load. And you have to deal with these things as they come so that you don't end up carrying that heavy load that ends up dragging you down and affecting all of your relationships. So yeah, you really have to address the lows in your life. You have to allow yourself to really feel like just open the floodgates of your heart and just cry your heart out if that's how you feel. If you are overwhelmed, cry. And I say cry because to me, that's like the best release. You know, it, you, when you cry, you feel like a brand new person afterwards. You know, like the problem might still be there, but you feel a lot better because you're not holding these emotions in. So, I don't know, you may not like crying, but do something else. I don't know, some people go to the gym when they're upset and they like box or do something. Apparently that helps. I am not about that life, so... I can't speak on that, but do whatever helps you release your emotions so that you're not accumulating those rocks that will then drag you down in life. So now let's talk about the lessons that I have learned by allowing myself to feel fully with both the highs and the lows. So the first thing, like I said, is feeling fully speeds up the healing process, right? When you allow yourself to feel the pain, it doesn't remain on your psyche anymore and you don't carry around that load that drags you down. So you you heal from the situation a lot faster if you really allow yourself to feel. And here's the thing, just crying and feeling That's not necessarily all it takes to heal. You also have to learn how to accept the experience and then move on. And when I say accept, I don't mean that you have to accept that it happened to you because you deserved it. I mean, accept that it's an experience that you had and you didn't necessarily deserve it, but it happened and you're accepting the fact that. It is in the past and you cannot change it. Because typically a lot of times, we spend a lot of time dwelling on these situations because we think of things like what I could have done differently or how could I have prevented this? Accepting is just saying, okay, it happened. It's an unfortunate situation, but it happened. What can I learn from this, right? Because like I said earlier, While it is painful to experience things like betrayal, disloyalty, and any other like painful situation, while it is not ideal, obviously, you can really benefit from those situations when you don't allow them to go to waste. And the way you can prevent them from going to waste is learning the lesson from the experience. So ask yourself, What could I have done better? How can I prevent this from happening in the future? And not in a toxic way, okay? Not like, oh, no, I need to put some walls up and then prevent anybody from getting close to me. No. When I say prevent, I mean things like setting boundaries and respecting yourself and enforcing those boundaries and not allowing people to just do whatever they want or talk to you however they want. You know, things like that. That's what I mean by... How can you prevent it? And then also just like, just learn from the experience and say, you know what? I accept that this happened to me and... I'm ready to put it behind me. I'm not going to dwell on that situation anymore. I learned my lesson and then I'm I'm ready to move on, you know? Like that's what I mean by accept it. And obviously that takes time. It's not as easy as I just made it seem. And then the other thing is forgiveness, obviously. And I had an episode in season one on forgiveness. And I would highly encourage you to listen to that because I give a different perspective on how you can really forgive with understanding. But basically, that's the second thing I've learned that when you allow yourself to feel fully those painful emotions, you can then move to the next process, which is accepting and forgiving, and then just putting that behind you. And then, on the other note, with the highs, I've learned that you just really need to release your expectations of other people release all of the negative things that you're anticipating, release the trust issues. Just try your best and your hardest to just be present. Just be present in the moment and feel the happiness, feel the joy, feel the good emotion. Allow yourself, treat yourself. That's a way you can treat yourself if you're not used to that. Allow yourself to feel loved, to feel celebrated, to feel cherished fully. Don't Like if people give you a compliment and they say, oh, you look nice today, don't say you too. Don't compliment them back. Don't deflect your compliment. Just say thank you and then revel in that moment that you look good today. Don't like pass along the compliment. Just accept it. Accept it and allow yourself to feel appreciated. And if somebody is doing right by you, accept it because... We all know what it feels like to be done wrong. You don't want that. So if you're getting the opposite, why are you wasting that moment looking for what you don't want? You see what I'm saying? Allow yourself to just feel loved, feel happiness in the moment and just feel appreciated. Stop looking and nitpicking at all of the things that you could find wrong or looking for negativity just allow yourself to feel happy in the moment. Allow yourself to feel love. It's easier said than done. But I would recommend really like practicing self-awareness and like talking to yourself and checking yourself in the moment. So if you like, let's say somebody buys you flowers and you're not used to getting flowers and you're feeling like, hmm, why did you buy me flowers? Are you about to give me bad news or something? Check yourself. No, he's not about to give me bad news or she's not about to give me bad news. I am just a good person and I deserve to be treated like royalty, to be cherished. And so I accept these flowers and I accept the fact that I'm being appreciated because I deserve it. You know, like talk to yourself. Don't be afraid to talk to yourself. Talk to yourself and tell yourself that in your head. Check yourself when you find yourself expecting the worst from people when they're just trying to appreciate you practice that level of self-awareness start checking yourself on your bs and then last but not least in the highs the most important thing that i've realized like i said before is that life is not about living in a subpar experience it's not about Having these half-ass relationships, these half-ass feelings, like the bad will always come. The good you really have to work for. And sometimes you have to go find it because it's not right there. You know, like you cannot, sometimes you have to look for the good in the bad situations. The good is harder to come by and harder to appreciate than the bad. The bad comes easily. So it's really not worth it to me and hopefully you can adopt that perspective as well if you have the opposite but in my mind it's really not worth it to have a subpar experience in this life by only by capping my experience for good emotions and happiness like at a certain point so that I don't fall too hard and too flat on my face and just to avoid trying to get hurt like it's not worth it for me what's the point? I might be an emotionally unavailable, hopeless romantic, but it's just, it's not worth it. You know, that's why I have, I told myself, you need to get over your shit. Like you need to do away with this emotionally unavailable mess because it's not worth it. What's the point of having people around you? And you're not opening up to them, you're not trying to have a genuine bond, you're not allowing yourself to feel appreciated and loved, it's not worth it. You are always going to have this unfulfilled feeling, you are always going to be coasting in mediocrity. Because you're not allowing yourself to feel the good emotions. Life is going to come around and kick you in the ass. And you're going to end up right here. So whether the fall is from halfway or from all the way at the top. You're going to fall regardless. Okay? You're going to feel pain regardless. Stop trying to cap your good experiences. Like just allow yourself to feel good. Allow yourself to feel appreciated. Your life is worth more than just living in mediocrity that's no way to live your life yes people are going to hurt you so what I mean it's easier said than done nobody wants that I'm aware but it's like are you going to always live in mediocrity to prevent yourself from experiencing something that you're going to experience regardless like focus on opening up and being vulnerable like gradually ease into that with the people you feel like you can trust the most the people you value the most and the people that value you the most because if you are somebody who's relatively emotionally unavailable it's not an easy thing to do but focus on opening up to the people who really care about you and who really cherish you and vice versa The issue is when we do that for the wrong people and then we get hurt. But if you do it for the right people and you release those expectations and you don't depend on people to give you things that you need to be giving yourself, like reassurance and happiness, then it's a lot easier to get into it that way versus just like, y'all, it's not worth just having mediocre emotions all of the time. It's not worth it. Okay. And if you agree, leave a comment down below and share your thoughts. And also make sure you are subscribed and click the notification bell on YouTube if you're listening to the audio, because I will be releasing an episode soon on being in love versus just loving somebody. So it's kind of the same concept where you have this intense emotional high. in in regards to the feeling of love and then you just have this like mediocre oh yeah i i love them i care about them so that's coming out soon so if you're interested in that make sure you're subscribed and you click the notification bell to be notified because it's not going to be the next episode but i think it's going to be the one after the next but yeah you definitely don't want to miss out on that one it's going to be a very interesting conversation But if you're watching on YouTube, leave a comment below and let me know your thoughts on this episode. And let me know if you've been struggling to get out of that mediocre phase because you are emotionally unavailable and you're tired of these half-assed experiences. Or if you are somebody who doesn't struggle with that, I would also love to know your perspective and your experience as being somebody who really feels your emotions to the fullest extent and if you're listening to the audio head over to the youtube if you'd like to join in on the discussion so that is all i have today thank you for tuning in and once again make sure you are subscribed to the channel so you don't miss out on new episodes i'll talk to you next week thank you for listening to the secluded thoughts podcast if you liked this episode, please show your support by leaving a 5-star rating and a review to help me reach more people. And also screenshot this episode and tag me on Instagram at thoughts. If you want to join in on the conversation, be sure to subscribe to my YouTube channel at Secluded Thoughts and leave a comment on the episode. You can also see what I'm up to there and have a real insight into my life while I get my shit together. Thanks again for listening, and I will talk to you next week. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low, net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.